These days, I'm finding connection in phone calls instead of conversations at my kitchen table. I'm going to church on Zoom and praying with people over the internet. I'm remembering love and the source of all love in the bread I share at home with my family. I'm remembering that love in this bread that has been blessed by someone who took the time to shape it and bake it in the midst of chaos and uncertainty. I am finding connection in long walks through my neighborhood, in watching the flowers even now bursting from the branches, in watching the children even now bursting from their doors to ride bikes in the streets because there are no cars anymore. The other day I delivered dozens of sandwiches for folks with no food and I found real connection in that peanut butter and jelly in those brown paper sacks. That meal was a sacred one for sure. I am finding connection in the prayer I say at night, the tired and uncertain one that Jesus answers with sleep. Each of these strange days we are waking to is a challenge. This is strange tonight, this almost empty church. No foot washing here, no towels and basins. And this evening we are reminded in our passage from Corinthians about what happens on this particular day. Today Jesus tells us what to do in remembrance of him. The Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Many of us have faithfully received this sacrament for many years, but not today. Today we can't gather around this table. And it's not the same watching the celebration of the Eucharist online. When I was a kid, my grandmother used to watch Mass at the cathedral on TV, and I thought it was so strange. Who would want to do that? And what could she possibly be getting from it? It seemed like an empty spectacle. She'd be laying down in the already hot Arizona morning in her pink nightgown with her hand on her neck that was always hurting her, invariably saying unkind things about her bishop while he preached. <laughs> and I didn't get it. It seemed like a ritual she was going through just the motions of, maybe just to hedge her bets. Here's what I'm learning. Watching the celebration of the Eucharist online is not the same. It's different. But the world is different. I am different. I am opening up to things that hadn't seemed possible to me a year ago. 
The act of spiritual communion that I'm willing to bet my grandmother used reads, My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. I wonder at what my grandmother must have understood in her great wisdom, great Catholic matriarch that she was, ruling the world from her chaise lounge. We are never separated. In the words of our presiding Bishop Curry, across the Episcopal Church, the current pandemic has given rise to many questions about challenges to our liturgical life. Bishops are being asked, may we do this or that? Will you permit this or that way of celebrating the Eucharist or delivering Holy Communion to the members of our congregations? He goes on to refer to Rowan Williams in the same-sex marriage debates. This permissible, not permissible way of conducting the conversation was a dead end. The real and much more productive question for a sacramental people, he said, was not what simply whether a given practice was right or wrong, but rather, how much are we prepared for this or that liturgical action to mean? How much are we prepared for it to signify? Sacraments effect by signifying. So what do our new or changed rituals in this pandemic signify? We are creating together. There are all kinds of possibilities, grounded in tradition but reaching for ever greater communion in times that are transforming the way we think about community and church and God. This has required a lot of stretching for me. The first time I led morning prayer at St. Albans on Facebook, I was stumped. What do you wear for online morning prayer? This was not covered in any of my classes. In the moment, it seemed like a really critical question. Like, if I got it wrong, morning prayer would be ruined. Episcopalians do like their vestments. But the spirit is really in charge of morning prayer, not me. She rushed in through the words, and it didn't matter what was the right thing to wear. It mattered that I was there praising God. While we're worried about the right clothes or the right words, worried about what qualifies as a sacrament, worried we might have to do without, the world is rushing on around us, and Jesus is in it. I wonder if we can use this as an opportunity to see the sacred at every table, to see the sacred in every human, to worry more about our siblings in need and less about the permissible, not permissible conversation that is truly a dead end. It brings to mind something else Bishop Curry is known to say. If it's not about love, it's not about God.
In today's reading from John, Jesus said, I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you should also love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Whatever we do that demonstrates love for one another shows that we are followers of Christ and brings us closer to him. It's okay to grieve what was. It's okay to wish for a moment that things were the way they always were, that we could just do things the way we've always done them. But that, friends, is how churches die, with or without a pandemic. So watch this service online and share your Thanksgiving. Try foot washing at home. Participate in morning prayer on Zoom and in evening prayer on Facebook. Wear the wrong thing. Use the BCP or write your own prayers. Lament. Share gratitude. Connect. Pray with your family at dinner. Pray alone at breakfast. Do something familiar. Do something a little challenging. Participate in the creation of some new way to signify God's love. Do what you need to do and know that you are never, ever separated from him. Not even now. Not even in death.